Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. That's a wrap. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope you got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Moody gets the ball to DiVincenzo. It's a three-look at Dante. He likes this building. Well, he's looked good tonight, hasn't he? Yeah. Helped Villanova to a NCAA championship in this building. It looks like he never left. Yeah, good night from Dante DiVincenzo. Good night for the Warriors all around as they beat the Spurs tonight in the Alamo Dome. 144 to 113. We welcome you inside. Warriors wrap up here on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson with you. 888-957-9570. That is the phone number two. Give me a call or shoot me a text here on a rainy Friday night back in the Bay Area where the Warriors able to in Texas to beat the San Antonio Spurs by 31 to improve to 21 and 21 on the season the first of the five game road trip in the books and the Warriors 1-0 picking up just their fourth road win of the season as the Warriors improve to 4 and 20 or 4 and 16 now in 20 games away from Chase Center and four games to go for the Dubs now on this Road trip. 888-957-9570, Looking at just some notes from this one. Really just a workmanlike, professional, handle-your-business type performance from the Warriors after some embarrassing moments, frankly, in the game on Tuesday night against the Phoenix Suns. I've talked about it a lot. Go back to the game that these two teams played on November the 14th at at Chase Center, and we talked about it on Warriors Live at 3.30 this afternoon here on 95.7 The Game. The Spurs have a horrible roster. Uh, They are actively tanking. I know they've been competitive in their, their last couple of games, but their roster tells you that they are tanking. And for the Warriors to come up short in a game like tonight, it frankly just would have been unacceptable given the goals and the aspirations of of this team. So to see the Warriors get up 33-28 into the first quarter, then put 41 on San Antonio and their 30th-ranked defense in terms of defensive rating uh, to go for 74 in the first half and then to put up 70 in the second half, quarters of 33-41-40, so back-to-back 40-point quarters for the Warriors in this one, 81 on the board in the middle chunk of this game for Golden State, and big nights for the bench. When you look at, at the Warriors bench, 
outscoring San Antonio's bench 77 to 52. Spurs came in with one of the top benches in the NBA, and the Warriors uh, typically are going to be a team that's highlighted by their starting unit. And, and you look at the 144, and for the Warriors on this night, 77 of the 144 goes uh, to the bench. So that means 10 more points scored by the bench than the starters, and they were highlighted by Dante DiVincenzo, who knocked down four three-pointers, 22 points there. Jordan Poole with an efficient game for him. Didn't seem like he was chasing the three-point shot. Uh, Seemed like he was stuck on three in terms of three-pointers attempted for a good portion of of this one. Uh, He ends up pacing the Warriors with 25, and you look up, and Poole and DiVincenzo combine for 47 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists. And you look at the Warriors with just 23 minutes for their starting backcourt in Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, which is important if you look at the back-to-backs that are upcoming for the Warriors with a Sunday afternoon affair in Chicago and then another afternoon game to be played in Washington, D.C. on Monday before a couple of days off and staying over to visit the White House. And then the trip gets really difficult at the back end with Boston and uh, and Cleveland to close it out on another back-to-back next Thursday and Friday. So for the Warriors to be able to go in, handle business, lead by as many as 39, and just coast without really any drama now and on to the next before the now record crowd of 68,323 in the Alamo Dome tonight as the Spurs attempted in their 50th anniversary year to break the record. Uh, it's just an excellent, excellent performance uh, for for the Warriors. Now, the question then becomes how much of this is sustainable because by far the easiest game in terms of opponent on this trip is the game that the Warriors just played against the San Antonio Spurs with their now 13-30 and 30 record uh, as, as they take the loss in this one. So you look at it, and you know, does it translate to Chicago on Sunday afternoon? Does it translate from, let's say, the horrible San Antonio squad that they face tonight to the plain mediocre Chicago squads who have tended to play up to their opponent? The Bulls lost tonight at home to Oklahoma City. 19 and 24 now, losers of three in a row. But the Bulls have been a team that's played very well against the top end teams in the Eastern Conference and really horribly against everybody else to to this point in the season. They're not even a play-in tournament in the East. And then right beneath them in the standings are the Wizards at 18 and 25. But you look at those two teams, uh, 11 and 10 home, 11 and 9 home, Washington, Uh, as well. They got beat tonight by the Knicks in Washington, D.C. So uh, the Warriors, does tonight translate? Because tonight isn't going to be the story of this road trip for the Warriors. The story of the road trip is going to be, can this team figure out a way to win three out of the five? And really, when you say, can they figure out a way to win three out of the five, you're asking the question, can the Warriors play well enough to win the first three? Because if this team wants to ultimately get to where they they believe they can by the end of the regular season and on into the playoffs, they have to start winning on the road. And so tonight is a real positive first step. Uh, I think it was a real comfortable game for the second time this season in the meetings that these two teams have had against each other. And you tip your cap 
and you, you say, all right, move on to the next one for the Warriors. But at the same time, the next two games, I think, are going to tell us a hell of a lot more. Not that the Warriors didn't need tonight. They absolutely desperately needed tonight. Could not take this L. Would have been catastrophic. Uh, 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Kind of an up and down uh, tale of two halves defensively. I, I thought the Warriors pretty poor for the most part defensively and giving up 60 in, in the first half. And you go back through the first half and the Warriors were, were getting hit in the paint a little bit in, in the first half. Some defensive miscues. Uh, allowing you know a lot of layups and some miscommunications, but but the bottom line tonight is we talked a lot about the fact that that the Spurs coming into this game are the worst defensive team in the league, and that the Warriors should be able to put up points with ease. So all in all, I think a really good night. Uh, a small step forward for Jordan Poole. I think a small step forward for the Warriors' new look rotation here as they get into the second half where you know that Iguodala now on the nights where he's going to be available can play a role. I thought Iguodala was terrific tonight as a glue guy, as a defender, you know, as a do-a-little-bit-of-everything type of a player for the Warriors. They subbed him in quick for Kevon Looney and got Looney back out onto the floor essentially as the starting center and then the guy that would be able to come in for, for Draymond. You had Anthony Lamb out there at different points in time. And, you know, you just look up and down the bench and, and really everybody off the Warriors bench tonight that played, played exceptionally well uh, among the 10 uh, that, that were able to get out there. Even Moses Moody back into the the more truncated rotation here with other players out and Ty Jerome inactive as they're trying to save some of the, the game, you know, the, the game's limit as far as uh, he goes and preventing him from getting 50 when DiVincenzo and Poole are playing, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are playing. There really isn't a rotation slot for Ty Jerome, but with Kaminga still out and with Patrick Baldwin Jr. in the G League, the Warriors find themselves where they're going to need a few minutes on a night like tonight for Moses Moody, and Moses Moody was able to give them some quality minutes in, in his return to the rotation. So not a lot to quibble about for the Warriors in this one tonight as they went at 144-113. to 888 Is this just kind of a ho-hum game for you? Price of admission, move on to the next? Or does this game give you confidence as a Warriors fan that, that they are starting to get back on track after stopping the three-game losing streak and, and really three pretty bad losses at the back end of the homestand to Detroit, Orlando, and then a Phoenix Suns team that was just really depleted uh, playing without four of their starters and, and playing with the back end of, of their entire roster. Uh, so, yeah, you, you look at this, and uh, again, a lot to, to feel good about, at least for one night, uh, for the Golden State Warriors as they uh, try to move on here and get uh, you know to the eastern and Midwest and eastern part uh, of this road trip with, with four games to go. Uh, let's uh, get to a couple of text messages on the uh, Xfinity mobile text line here uh, as we're looking at it. Five one zero first real beatdown the Warriors have had this season. Memphis was a beatdown, but the starters played a lot of minutes. This game, the starters got to take half the game off. I think that's especially important. Uh, Curry and Clay Thompson, twenty three and twenty two minutes. A little bit of a different rotation tonight for Steve Kerr as well, as Coach Kerr took Curry out a, a lot earlier 
than he had been. I, I wonder what the minutes restriction number was for Curry in, in this game. But he came out middle of the quarter, and the Warriors you know, really just changed things up as far as how they split things up and got Iguodala into the game very quickly, as, as we mentioned. And I, I wondered at the time in the first half if the Warriors were potentially looking to try and maybe play some of the regulars less minutes on the early end of this road trip, knowing that the back-to-back is coming and it's a quicker turnaround game with the afternoon affair in Chicago on Sunday, and that the Warriors were going to have to try to almost offset that in advance by looking at a game like tonight and trying to spread the minutes around a little bit where you want to get guys some run and get their wind up, especially the players that, that had been out in Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins, but you also want to lean on them, you know, not as you know infrequently as you can for a game like tonight to try and be able to to save some minutes. And I wonder if if maybe that was part of a plan to prevent some of the regulars from having to take a full night off or a full afternoon off in the case of that Washington game on Monday because the Warriors had taken so many bad losses in the first half that they they really may not be able to go full-blown with the cautious approach as far as rest and playing time that that they've put out there to to this point this season or that they've done in the past. I I still doubt that Klay Thompson is going to find himself ever playing in back-to-backs this season, maybe fewer minutes. For the regulars in, in some of these games, though, prevent those full nights off and having to essentially give, oh, Steph Curry can't play in both of these back-to-backs because you want to keep him fresh down the stretch. You could do that if you were sitting at a record, at a higher clip, 25-15 and 15 or something like that, where you were already in the mix for the top of the conference. You could be more careful with that. To me, the Warriors at this point are not afforded that luxury and so I, I just kind of wondered, and we'll see. Maybe part of it was a couple of days off. Maybe part of it was Steve Kerr trying to give some more opportunities against a Spurs team that, that he knew uh, was going to be a, a less formidable opponent. And, and you look at San Antonio and the two games that they've played the Warriors this year, Warriors have thumped them twice now by an average of 34. You go back to November the 14th, 132.95 in San Francisco at Chase. You look at, at the game tonight and the Warriors just blowing the doors off the thing again, winning by 31. It didn't feel in the second half as if the game was was really even that close, uh, but it ends up being a 31-point spread. Only one more meeting for these two teams this season, March the 31st, the final meeting between these two teams. It'll be at Chase Center. Only appearance for the Warriors in San Antonio this season was tonight on the night where they break the all-time NBA attendance record at 68,323 playing in the Alamo Dome. But you look at that and uh, the Spurs getting their money's worth as far as filling that joint tonight uh, and the Warriors packing it in in their lone appearance. But uh, you got to think maybe the Warriors wish they are playing the Spurs four times this year instead of them being one of the four teams in the Western Conference that, that they only play three times so far this season. 888-957-9570. Is it the Spurs? I think it's a big part of it. Or are the Warriors finally starting to lock in a little bit. Again, I don't think we're going to know the answer to that question tonight, but the fact that there wasn't any drama, the fact that we weren't looking up at a game that was uh, an 8-10 to point game where it felt like one little run from San Antonio down the stretch could 
put the Warriors in a danger zone as we've seen so many different times uh, in so many of these road games against some of the Eastern Conference opponents that that ultimately have beaten the Warriors in, in, in some of these games. So 888-957-9570 if you want to give me a call or shoot me a text. We'll go ahead and pause. We'll come back. We'll keep it rolling here till about 830. We'll hear from Steve Kerr and others from San Antonio. We'll get to more text messages as well as the Warriors win tonight in San Antonio, 144-113. to And you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Looney getting ready to go in. The cutter, DiVincenzo flashes from the weak side down the lane and gets a two-hand slam. A little elevation sensation for DiVincenzo as 52-40 Warriors. Guess the conference helped. Yes, what a decisive <laughs> cut that was. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95-7 The Game. Two of Dante DiVincenzo's 22, a plus 20 on the night. Warriors win in San Antonio 144 to 113. We welcome you back inside Warriors wrap up here on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson with you till about 830. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to give me a call or shoot me a text as we react to this one. Warriors with the 31 point victory in the road trip opener at San Antonio games to follow in Chicago and Washington, also Boston and Cleveland before the Warriors are back home a week from Sunday. But they got business to handle 
on the road here first and uh, handling that business against a Spurs team now at 13-30, and 30, which I think is maybe the least talented. Actually, I don't think there is a maybe about it. I think, I think they have the worst roster in the NBA uh, at this point in time, and the Warriors have to be able to, to go in and do exactly what they did tonight, fresh off of one of the more disappointing games of the 2022-23 season in the loss to Phoenix. Warriors offensively were on point all night. I thought second half defensively they were better than the first. Helped them turn the game into a blowout, a 40-29 third quarter, uh, and the Warriors uh, had themselves a big lead at that point uh, going to the fourth quarter, 25-point lead. They would lead by as many as 39, go on to win it 144-113. to The bench, the story of this one, as the Warriors outscore the San Antonio bench 77-52. to The Warriors bench outscored the Warriors starters tonight 77-67, to and part of that storyline is the fact that Steph Curry and Klay Thompson ahead of the early game in Chicago, 12.30 tip on Sunday, they were able to play just 23 minutes apiece. So Steph going to be fresh for the upcoming back-to-back. Clay fresh for the game in Chicago where uh, he will likely play in that one. And then if history has been in the indicator, not play in the game in Washington, D.C. on Monday. But the Warriors able to get a good run in, offensively take advantage of a Spurs team that's just horrid defensively and coast with very little drama or very little concern over whether the Warriors were, were going to be in a vulnerable position in this game, even when they were playing poorly defensively as they were throughout a good chunk of the first half, the lead was still in the 10 to, to 14 point range for the most part. Uh, although there were a couple of times where I thought, man, if this game really did turn into a close one, single digits or, or you know, five, six point game at the half, you would think that the Warriors would have to work a little harder than you would want them to have to work in this game against the team with the roster of, of San Antonio. But, uh, Nevertheless, the Warriors were able to keep the pressure on throughout the course of the game offensively, and that allowed the defense to just do enough in different moments uh, against a, a mostly inept and, again, under-talented San Antonio squad to extend that lead into blowout-type territory and allow the Warriors to prevail in this one by 31. 888 uh, phone number two, give me a call or shoot me a text here. Let's go ahead and hear, though, from the head coach of the Dubs, Steve Kerr, as he addressed the media in the Alamo Dome following the victory. Is it 30 assists through three quarters? I mean, how much does that sort of, you know, create the offense yeah. and the, the points? Yeah, and I think 19 at, at the half, um, I think it was 19 and, and maybe uh, – five turnovers or something. It was a great first half offensively. They had, I think, 20 free throws. So that was uh, what kept the Spurs in the game. Uh, they were coming downhill at us. We, we just made too many um, poor decisions defensively or too many reaches. And um, that's something we've got to continue to, to harp and improve on. They, they shot 34 for the game. And um, so we'll, uh, we'll keep working at that. But yeah, it, we, we, we were able to put it together for, for some stretches tonight. And it was, it was good to see the guys play well. Thought of, of Andre, I think he said Andre, he looks great. You know, he's uh, he's so smart. Uh, he's so long and athletic and versatile defensively. And then uh, just you know another passer, playmaker on offense. Uh, 
So he's uh, he, he just whatever lineup he's out there with, he makes better. And um, so, you know, knock on wood, hopefully he continues to uh, to stay healthy and, um, you know, we'll make sure we give him the appropriate rest to, to keep his body right going forward. Tonight was tough because we had um, several guys out. Um, I didn't really want to play Looney the last five, six minutes, but didn't have much choice. So it was uh it was a, it, it was, but it was a good night for for Andre. He played really well. Been inserting early in mm -hmm. his, his rotation pattern. Uh, why? Right now he's our third big, um, and so um, I don't know that that will continue to be the rotation pattern. But um, we we like to have either Loon or Draymond on the floor uh, at all times. So. Andre's coming in uh, for Loon early, so he's our you know playing the four with Draymond at the five, and then you know, Loon comes back for Draymond, and and um, you know Andre stays at uh, in that lineup and plays with Loon. So it's um it, it just it seems to work well that way where he can pair with either one of those guys. Guys, that eight players who scored at least twelve points tonight. How important was it that as a complete team went from top to bottom to start the road trip? Yeah, so you know, a fun game. Uh, you get out and and score. A lot of guys played well. I thought Dante was fantastic. He's got some pretty good memories from this building, sitting in the same locker uh, that he sat in for Villanova those all those years ago. Uh, but he was really good, and just aggressive um, all over the floor, and and the ball was moving. And um, it's it's great great way to start out the road trip. Um, and we know it's going to get tougher, but um, hopefully we can build on this. Coach, I got to cover Anthony Lamb last year in the G League. I'd like to know about uh, how he stood up on a big stage tonight and overall his contribution to the team since coming here. Yeah, I love Anthony. He's um, he's a really good modern-day NBA player. He might have been a, a tweener 20 years ago, and now he's a versatile kind of jack-of-all-trades. And, um, you know, someone who uh, shoots it well, who embraces um, – you know, defense and guarding, uh, difficult covers, um, boxes out, runs the floor, um, has a, a really high basketball IQ. So uh, we're lucky to have Anthony. He's given us uh, great minutes all year. Talked about Andre coming in early. That gives you that small lineup with him, Draymond. Mm -hmm. How much do you still like that group? Yeah, I mean, those guys have played together for so long. So when when you put them out there together, there's a, a familiarity and continuity. And uh, Andre, like I said, he ties any lineup together. But um, when there's a small lineup with a lot of shooters, uh, that's when he becomes especially effective because he can he can attack and and uh, there's space in the lane and um, you know he's got shooters on the perimeter to to find. So uh, I thought Andre was really good. In the third quarter, Jordan had the pass to Anthony. Seemed to really like the pass there. Just kind of want to ask about that play and Jordan's play overall. Yeah, I mean, you know, our whole game is about ball movement and and sharing the ball, throwing it ahead. Uh, so we're constantly uh, trying to get our guys to uh, understand the importance of, of ball movement, running to the corners um, in transition to to give us space. And so I like that particular play. Um, but you know, ball movement leads to a lot of people being happy and if they're happy, they're going to play better defense and they're going to rebound and, um, the locker room is more fun. So I think passing leads to a lot of that. Coach Pop said after the game that these type of losses for the Spurs make them a lot stronger and motivate them to become better playing against teams like yours. 
and we do have a lot of ball movement as well. We like sharing the ball. Can you comment on how you think the Spurs played overall? Well, it wasn't it wasn't their best night, obviously. I mean, we we've watched them the last few games, um, and they they played Memphis and Boston really tight. Um, they're a hard team to play because they come downhill at you really fast and and they attack. And uh, so we had a tough time, you know, guarding their their penetration and they were attacking closeouts and drawing fouls. And uh, but you know they didn't um, they didn't get their their three point game going. Uh, we were able to. Uh, um, at least, you know, do a decent job defensively despite the fouls and, and offensively, you know, when we make 18 threes, we're, we're pretty tough to beat. So um, we're, um, we took a lot uh, from the Spurs. You know, when I got here, a lot of what we did was, was based on how the Spurs had played. Um, and um, so it's a compliment to hear Pop say that. Offensive officials, the minute totals for staff, really all of your main guys, except but Yes, it was, that was great. Um, it was you know we got Wiggs back in in the fourth quarter and purposely to to get his minutes up to continue to build his wind. But um, you know it's a it's a good way to start the road trip, and you know we've got a back to back coming up and um, a couple of them I think on this trip. So uh, that was important to keep the minutes down. That Moses did a really good job. Um, you know, I I love Moses. He's he's such a great young guy. He's um, he works so hard. He wants this so badly. Um, his playing time has been sporadic this year. Um, you know, it just be because of the emergence of of Lamb and and Ty Jerome and combinations and things that I've looked at. And um, and Moses, you know, he doesn't ever stop working. He's a real pro, very mature for a young guy, and uh, I think he's got a a great career ahead um partly because he's you know he's a good player and partly because he's just um a guy who gets it like he's going to keep working and he until he breaks through and and really establishes himself so he's a, a great guy to have on our team patient and understanding even if the spurs are coming downhill or are you getting frustrated and exasperated the fact that that keeps coming? the fouling yeah, I mean, we, we, it seems like we have pockets of games where we do a lot better, and then um, we we kind of revert back to that. So it is a problem. It's um, you know, if we were a minus fourteen on free throw attempts tonight. Um, we're one of the worst in the league. I think minus I don't know seven or so um, in in that category. Raymond will have it. So that's tough to win, you know, uh, when your your opponent's going to the line a lot more than than you are. So we we played really well tonight. So it wasn't really a, a factor in the end, but it's something we have to do better with overall. Yeah, didn't bite him tonight, but has bitten him in other games and could bite them in the future. And Spurs did get to the free throw line thirty four times tonight, knocked down seventy three percent, twenty five sixteen, an advantage. For San Antonio there, really the only advantage, though, that, that the Spurs had uh, on the night in this one. As uh, there were times San Antonio not even looking for three-pointers, only attempting 22, making eight of the 22. And you look at some of the things that were talked about on Warriors Live before the game. You know, can the Warriors handle themselves in the paint? And yes, they did allow the Spurs to get to the free throw line as much as as we just mentioned, the 34 attempts. But you look at points in the paint, Warriors put a 70 on San Antonio, and the Spurs defense has just been a sieve this year. Uh, And so the Warriors able to, to take advantage of that. And San Antonio's had pretty good bench production overall. Sometimes 
if there isn't much of a talent disparity between your starters and bench, and often that happens on teams with with under talented rosters, that you know you get a couple guys that like to fill it up a little bit off the bench, and and you can all of a sudden be a pretty bad team that has a pretty good bench. But the Warriors did not allow the San Antonio bench to really be a factor in this game as well, as the Warriors had the seventy seven bench points to fifty two for the Spurs in this one. And yeah, you, you look at uh, 61 uh, points for the starters. The starters were 67-61 in favor of the Warriors, uh, but it was a, a 77-52 lead as far as the bench went. And, and really behind Jordan Poole's 25 and Dante DiVincenzo's 22. Anthony Lamb, nice game for him. When he's knocking down threes, he can be a factor hustling to, to get to the boards. Uh, in, with five rebounds in this one. And how about what Steve Kerr said about Andre Higadala, essentially, essentially right now being the third big for the Warriors because they are so depleted right now. And you look at the rotation, and yeah, Higadala comes in for Looney, and that means Looney's going to come in for Draymond, and it's almost a, a three-man rotation. Anthony Lamb was out there at, at different points playing basically the four, uh, but he's more of a of a shooting four and not not really a, a big for this team. Uh, and we talked about the fact that with no Ty Jerome, Moses Moody gets opportunity to play some wing minutes, and, and Moses Moody was was effective. And, and tonight was a kind of game where, in the regular rotation, because Andrew Wiggins had played so little, and because of the blowout and the way that the Warriors bench had been able to play uh, in this one, they felt a need to to get Wiggins back in the game down the stretch there to allow him to get another run because he's somebody that that when healthy you're not worried about Andrew Wiggins playing a, a lot of minutes uh, in fact he's somebody that is going to be in the in the 34 to 36 37 minute range if need be in some of the bigger games but but coming off of the adductor and then uh, the illness which really pro, you know, prolonged his time off for the Warriors and, and away from the roster, it was a situation where Wiggins, you want to try to build him back up to where he doesn't hit a little bit of a wall fatigue-wise. And it looked like in the game against Phoenix, like in the second half, he was really starting to find himself as far as knocking some of the rust off. You want to continue uh, that to, to be the case. His offensive game at times tonight, out of whack, the three-point shot really hasn't hasn't found himself. You know, he hasn't found it yet as far as that goes. Two of eight tonight. But, again, it's just kind of hammer away, hammer away. And then eventually I think the flow will come back uh, for somebody uh, like Andrew Wiggins. And the Warriors are, are going to need it here because these games on this road trip are going to get more difficult. And I, I, the Chicago game and the Washington game – you look at those two games, and I, I think they're pretty even in terms of opponent. Uh, I think you could make the case that the Washington game being the second of a back-to-back -back and one that you're probably going to play without Clay Thompson, you could make the case that that does become more of a difficult game. But we're going to talk about this on Sunday and our special edition of Warriors this week, myself and, and Whitey Gleason. We're going to be on the air at 9 o'clock on Sunday morning. Uh, with tip-off of the Bulls and the Warriors for set for 12.30 Pacific here, 2.30 Central time. And so one of the stories, though, of the Chicago Bulls season has been they've played up to the level of their competition 
in particular at home. So you know that, and the Warriors are used to this, you're going to get a better effort from the Bulls just based on the fact that you're an upper echelon type brand in the NBA. And you just, you look at, you know, the Bulls here over the course of the recent times, I'm going back through the the most recent victories. The Bulls have lost their last two games to the Thunder at home tonight and Washington. Uh, Then you go back farther. They beat Utah. They beat Philly in Philly. They beat Brooklyn. They beat Milwaukee. They've beaten Miami. (laughs) They won at New York. Now, in between all of these, there's home losses to Minnesota in there. Uh, There's a, you know, they beat Dallas at home. Like, they they have beaten Boston a couple of times. You go back, they beat Milwaukee a couple of times. Like, they've beaten Brooklyn multiple times. Uh, So, yeah, between Miami and Brooklyn, a lot of those teams – some of those high-end teams in the West, at least the high-brand teams in the East, rather, and they've been able to win. But then you look at some of their other games, uh, losing to Oklahoma City a couple of times, losing to San Antonio in San Antonio going back to October. They've been a a play up and also play down to the level of their competition team. So the Warriors are going to have to go in there and and really try to handle business uh, in that game in a a big-time way. And, you know, find a way to get that win and then work their way to Washington, D.C. against a, a Wizards team that's that's talented but but loose. And again, right now would not be even a play-in tournament team. Neither one of those teams would be even a play-in tournament team in, in the Eastern Conference. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, here on the Xfinity Mobile text line. If Lamb can start playing defense, he will earn – the final roster spot if one of the two-way guys are converted can they bring up another one short answer to the last part of that yes if you do convert for example Anthony Lamb into the 15th roster spot you can then sign another two-way player uh, because you are allowed to have up to two two-way players at at any point on on your roster so the Warriors could at that point look to to sign another two-way player Uh, but yeah it's I, I don't even necessarily think it's about the defense, although that will help. To me, it's more, is there a better option available to the Warriors on the buyout market that can provide a little bit of what Anthony Lamb provides and maybe do it with a little more physicality or maybe do it from a little bit more of the position of being a big. Like, I still feel like Lamb, he's a stretch four for the Warriors, but the rebounding isn't always there. The physicality isn't always there. Think Otto Porter. He's kind of Otto Porter without the intangibles, if that makes sense. And so I think, you know, he's somebody that if if you know the shooting is there but the other stuff isn't isn't necessarily uh there. Uh, but you know, I, I do think he's got a shot to win that fifteenth roster spot. But I think it's maybe gonna be more him versus somebody off the roster as opposed to just him being able to solidify it by by playing better better defense. All right, final couple of minutes here before we call it a night. Let's go ahead and hear uh, from Draymond Green as he addressed the media, talking about everything going on in this Warriors win and the and the win in front of 68,323 in San Antonio. It was a great experience. Um, kind of felt like playing in the Final Four all over again, so it was definitely a cool experience. Um, you know, glad that we could be a part of it. What do you uh, think of the offensive effort? Oh, it was really good. Um, the ball moved. We didn't turn the ball over, which I thought was 
very important. Um, you know, it just allowed us to really get into a flow. Uh, I think, you know, it could have been even better if we didn't foul as much, you know. So uh, the fact that we were able to put uh, 144 points up and, you know, it wasn't an offensive explosion by any one player in particular, I think, you know, that. So good for us to have a game like this. Andre, played three games now and slotting them in any roles or third game while you guys have to be What have you seen? He's playing well. Um, he's moving well, you know. Obviously, you know, always one of the smartest guys, if not the smartest guy on the floor. So, you know, it always makes it easier, you know, on the floor when you when you have the chance to play with Andre. So, thought it was really good, and you know, uh, tonight, but also you know these last three games that he's been back. You know, it's just good to have him back out there and getting in the flow. Hey, guy. How big is that to start the road trip special? It was very big. Uh, it's good to start this road trip with a win, but also you know to get everybody feeling feeling good and and confident. Uh, it's great for us to start a road trip that way. You talked about anger, probably, from the way you played it. And I Jeff talked yesterday about embracing the embarrassment of the road record to try to take this one. When you guys are angry or embarrassed, does it lead to playing like you did tonight? Got to get back to what you do best, moving the ball. Being angry or embarrassed allows you to lock in um, as long as you're channeling it the right way. And, you know, I think tonight we did. Um, you know, but when we play our brand of basketball, we're tough. And, you know, it's always been that way. And so, like I said, it was good for us to just come out and have a night like we did tonight. Because um, it's been a while since we had a night like that. How would you describe the feel like a college and say the tournament, Final Four? What did it, how different did it feel? It definitely felt like a Final Four game. Uh, the atmosphere was great. I mean, even with us playing the way we did and, and, you know, the score being the way it was, they were still loud. They were still into the game, enjoying every second of it. So, you know, it was an absolute great atmosphere to be a part of. And, um, you know, you don't you don't get these opportunities often. So happy, you know, we were the opposing team that was able to have this opportunity, you know, set a, a t- attendance record for an NBA game. It's, you know, when you can be on the right side of those things is always great. You kind of voiced the other day over the concern about you know, overuse of the, uh, especially how the plus four is. Can you kind of share that concern? Just how much you do have to kind of hold the board? No, share the concern. It's what I train for. You know, you train to be able to give a team whatever the team needs. And so if that's, you know, added minutes uh, as it's been the last month or so, then then that's what it is. Um, but, no, I don't really share in that concern. I do understand his concern, though. And, you know, when you got essentially two guys holding down the five spot, you know, it can get rough at times, but I don't, I'm not concerned about it. It is what it is. Yeah, and the Warriors have taken so many L's at, at different points this year where they really can't get cute with the minutes and the rest. And, you know, they've needed Draymond Green to play as hard as as he's had to play here over these last couple of weeks to, to just be able to earn any kind of wins. And, and you know, to go five and three on the homestand, they've needed that extremely high level. So I think when you look at it, I mean, you know, the Warriors are just going to have to hope that it later on down the line, it doesn't ultimately cost them. But right now, they don't have a choice. And, uh, you know, nice tone setter, I think, for the Warriors in, in this game against San Antonio. But the next two games for me, are going to tell the story of this entire trip. Yeah, put Boston and Cleveland off to the side. I, I, you know, We'll see in a couple of days where, where the Warriors are at there. But 
you know, you look at right now the fact that you know, this team has to get a couple of wins, if not three, on this road trip to show some semblance of the fact that they've that they've turned the turned the tide a little bit. So uh, on, on to the next and on to Chicago uh, is exactly what it looks like. All right, that'll do it for tonight. Uh, I'll be back with you on Sunday, 9 a.m. for Warriors this week. With the 49er game being tomorrow, we're going to flip Warriors this week to Sunday. And Whitey Gleason will join me for that. And Whitey Gleason will join me for Warriors Live as well, which will come up at 11.30. Tip between the Dubs and the Bulls at 12.30. And then we'll have Warriors wrap-up for you after that one as well. And uh, I'll be on before and after the game on Monday as the Dubs take on the Wizards game three of that trip. So, uh, yeah, Fox Sports Radio is coming your way next. Keep it here on 95.7 The Game tomorrow for all your 49ers coverage as the playoffs begin. And uh, we'll talk to you Sunday. Warriors win it tonight, 144-113. to And you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.